Welcome back to episode 20 on A Crack of Clarity. If you are new here, my name is Elizabeth, and thank you so much for tuning into the show today. And if you are a returning listener, I want to thank you personally for your continued support. So let's just jump in on things. Today's episode is basically me sharing you my list of tools and tricks and things that I do that I feel like really help me come back to myself. And the reason I say come back to myself is because when I was asked shortly after coming out of my major five-month-long depressive episode, um, you know, I was having a conversation with somebody and they were asking me, like, well, what did you do? Like, what, how, you know, basically, like, how are you better? And after a while of feeling like I was beating a dead horse and just saying, like, the, like, chronologically what happened and, and the steps and all that, I just ended up finally, like, it came to me and I said, I came back to myself. Because in all honesty, whenever we are super stressed out about something, super anxious about something, super sad, any sort of just extreme emotional state where we just feel elevated and not the best way, it really is just a matter of of knowing within yourself of like, hey, I am really far from myself. I feel very detached from myself. And it took me a really long time to even figure out that that's kind of the way that I lived my life for a long time. I I lived in, in my head and my head just felt like it was completely disjointed and like I I was so unaware of the effects that living in my head had on like not only my physiological health but also my psychological health and just the just the way that I lived my life on a day-to-day basis and I had no idea because it had been going on for so long that that was my normal and so to now realize that that is no longer normal for me and I would really like to help other people realize that that also doesn't have to be your normal either. Um, I've put together a list of things that I do that I don't think you have heard before. So number one, I'm going to get straight to like my like most commonly used best method that I have to come back to myself. And that is I talk to myself. Now, as I say that, I'm like, wow, I, I feel like I am a bit of a crazy person to say it. Like, oh, do you mean you like you, you mumble to yourself all day and you just had like this whole conversation with yourself all day? Not necessarily. But something that I actually started doing, I believe it was like April of last year, was I realized that there was a lot going on inside me that I now wanted to talk about and start exploring. And for me, I just felt like I had to have someone else's permission to talk about things, have certain conversations. And so when I realized that first I was essentially using and manipulating people in order to fulfill that need, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, there's got to be a better way to do this. 
And I'm like, you know what? I am going to set up my phone, set up my front facing camera and just record myself talking to myself. And it was like so much that happened in that moment. Um, It was very empowering, very empowering because, you know, I think about me personally and all the other people that I have run across before when we say like, oh, I hate the way my voice sounds or I hate the way that I look. It's like doing this practice really helps break that down. It really essentially enforces that it's no longer acceptable to just run away from you. Like this is the way that my voice sounds. This is the way that my face looks. This is the way that I express myself. And for so long, I'm like, I just don't even, I don't, I didn't even know that about myself. I didn't really feel comfortable and safe in, and knowing those things about myself and being able to just speak. For someone that is so intelligent and actually has a pretty big vocabulary, the amount of fear that I carried for a long time in just speaking was monumental enormous. And so this practice of essentially keeping a video diary has just helped enormously along my whole journey and just self-discovery and all of that. I've been asked before, because I've turned a few other people on to doing this practice, you know, they've asked, so do you ever go back and watch the videos? I said, yes, sometimes I do. Sometimes I do because it's it's interesting to be in the moment, record yourself and experience whatever judgment is coming up and then to go back later on down the road to the video, watch it and potentially have a different level of self-judgment that's happening there. And to just really be able to experience all of that with the knowing and the reminder of just being like, this is you right now. This is all you. You cannot point the finger at anybody else anymore. What this practice looks like for me today is um, typically I will set aside time in my gym parking lot before I go in and work out and set up my phone in my car and about myself like it's time to have a conversation and there are days where like as I'm getting ready to go to the gym I'll be forward thinking like oh I want to cover like this with myself or this is a really pressing matter this 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 and this and sometimes I get to the gym parking lot and set everything up and I'm like you know what I actually have no idea what I feel needs to be talked about right now and I think that that is huge because if you're anything like me maybe you have felt in the past like you just need some other person listening in order to process and work through what you're going to you feel like the the presence of some other person is what's going to make you feel safe in order to really dive in deep and start talking about things and The truth is, is that even if you are used to talking to your partner, talking to your best friend, talking to a family member about anything and everything, there will always be a part of you that 
will hold something back, will be just a little more reserved. And this this practice of having the, the video diary, it really breaks down that that barrier of feeling like you can't say exactly what's going on right now. You can't get it out. Because if you really think about it, like talking about what you're feeling and what you're experiencing, if you don't know how to do that for yourself because you don't even know truly deeply who you are, it's really hard to do in the presence of another person, no matter how much you love them, no matter how much you care about them, no matter how long you have known them. If you truly don't know who you are and can solidify the safety of that within your own body, your ability to express that in the presence of another human is just not there. It's just not there. Not to the depths that you really deserve to, to feel. There's been many times where I've been sitting down and wanting to talk about things and record my things and just being feeling like I'm all over the place and I'm not making any sense. But like the most beautiful thing is like in that moment, there's there's no one there to worry about. Like it's just me and me. That's it. I can say exactly what I want. I can be as blunt as I want. And it's like only with that kind of permission that you give to yourself can you really actually get to the bottom of of everything that's going on. You can really start getting your own sense of clarity for where you are in life. So yes, there have been video diary entries that have been very deep and personal. And there's also been entries that are just me checking in, checking in. And sometimes it's, you know, it's just a time for me to like, okay, this is kind of what I want to do today, what I need to accomplish today. It's not always about like getting super dark, deep and heavy with what's going on. Um, Sometimes it's just about feeling a little more focused because that's also an aspect of feeling very far from yourself is like if you feel like disorganized and unfocused and like you're being pulled in so many different directions you have this very fragmented feeling within you and you don't know exactly where to pour your energy into and so for me sitting down reconnecting with myself via the video diary has been huge so I highly recommend that you guys try this out. Try it out. And it doesn't have to be anything where you have set parameters around it, like I need to talk for at least 15 minutes or I can only do it at this time of the day. There have been times where like, I'm really in the thick of processing some things, going through some things where uh, maybe I'm driving and I will truly pull over if there's if the things in my head are just getting so loud i will pull over and whip out my phone and just say it is time it is time to talk about things because i think for so many of us that live in our heads for so long it's like everything feels disorganized and chaotic because thoughts just move through and go through so fast so fast that you have no idea how to, to organize yourself And so the ability to stop that is through talking about it because 
your your speech the the way that you speak like it is slower than the way that you think it literally requires you to slow down and so while i also keep a hard cover journal and i do write in that journal it's like sometimes things are just so noisy and messy upstairs that the thought of even trying to sit down and take the time to write out what's going on it's like you are asking way too much of me right now that is something that i cannot do right now and i can speak a lot faster than i write so I highly recommend you guys try this out for yourselves. And when you notice that you are, and the only way I can think to put it is like you're feeling far from yourself, you're feeling stressed out, instead of running to a different coping mechanism, try this, try this first, because you really don't know what you can unravel on your own. Yes, going to therapy is important. Yes, having mentors that help reflect things to you is important. But you also need to be willing to give yourself the space and time to process that whole experience in itself. And so when I've gone back and watched previous video diaries of me, I've noticed that there for a long time, it felt like I was just kind of regurgitating what other people were telling me and reflecting to me in in the that current state of my life. I felt like I was using their same language and I was trying to make it fit into those very specific boxes. And so it's even in that moment now to realize when maybe I'm trying to do that again, having that tendency again, and it's like, wait, you're still... You're still far from yourself here. You're getting a little closer, you're getting a little warmer, but notice the the way that you choose to talk. Is there a filter that you still feel like you need to use even in the presence of just yourself? The second thing on my list is to check in on your food, your water, and your sleep. This isn't innovative and by any means this isn't some wildly creative concept that I am presenting right now and I know that but it is something that I myself have forgotten time and time again in times where things are super chaotic and busy and stressful or emotional and all over the place and just messy is like I I will forego my basic needs and I think I can speak for a lot of people in that sense, especially when our norm is to do more, just constantly do more, that we will forget that we're human beings and we need energy input in order to have energy output. So when I was traveling, I went out of state this past weekend I was excited because it has been the first time that I've taken a trip since the depression, the great softening reset, if you've listened to a previous episode of mine. And I was so excited. I'm like, man, I feel like I really, I really got this. I can really handle this. I'm going to be so good. And so I was shocked by like the second day of the event that I was at. 
I felt like I had been obliterated a little bit. I, I had hit a moment on the Saturday late afternoon where I, I just I hit my threshold and I'm like, wow, I am not okay right now. I am not okay right now. And I was with um, a group of people in a public setting when all of that kind of came rushing over me. And so trying to cope with the embarrassment and shame of of feeling so anxious, because that's kind of what it was. I felt like if I had to put a label on it, it was like, that was anxiety speaking right there. I I had to step away from the group to, to reconnect myself, recollect myself. But in doing so, I was doing some reflecting and it's like, okay, I just be honest with myself in that moment and say, well, what has been my food, water and sleep situation up to now? You know, I, it was a three hour time difference for me and I had no idea that that jet lag was going to really mess me up. It was very hard to fall asleep and the days started fairly early. So sleep was already in a place that was suboptimal for me. Um, that day in particular that I'm referencing my food situation, um, I, in short, I, I was underfed unintentionally um, and I just didn't feel like I could like catch up. Um, like I was on a different eating schedule than uh, some of the people I was with and I just felt like I didn't have the time and space to be like, I need to freaking eat a meal and before we go on to the next thing. And, and water too. I'm like, man, I know that I have not had nearly enough water. And so to, to remind yourself that you need energy inputs, such as food, water, and sleep, in order to have like optimal energy output is so, so important. It's so important. And it does not make you less than if your needs in the food, water, sleep department are different than the people around you that you're with. But it's only until you're able to check in with yourself on those needs and then follow through and give yourself those needs to where you'll start to feel like, oh, I'm, I'm coming back to myself. I'm good. I'm good. Because that's really what coming back to yourself is like in its essence, like, oh, it's me. I'm here. I'm good. I'm well. So checking in like that, um, if maybe you am thinking about like trying to give some advice here on um, if you're a person that has like periods during the month where you are way more busy compared to other periods in the month or you feel like you are just constantly in a state of busy where things like food, water, and sleep are easily forgotten or pushed aside. Set some alarms in your phone, set some reminders in your phone at certain times of the day that literally will prompt you and say, hey, do you need to eat right now? Do you need to drink some water right now? Do you need to sleep? And I realize that if you have the sleep alarm going off at two o'clock in the afternoon, not all of us have the privilege of stepping away and taking a little siesta, but maybe you can find a way to step away from what you're doing, even if you're 
um, not with a group of people, step away and just take five minutes, 10 minutes to just kind of like drop in, become a little more present, close your eyes, take some deep breaths and come back to yourself. Third way that I come back to myself, and I kind of touched on it earlier, is leave the room. Leave the room. If you are finding that you are in a state of extreme emotion, you're triggered, whatever, however you want to say that what that feeling is for you, it's time to leave the room. You need to move out of the current environment that you are in and you need to go to a new environment. And this can happen at such a small level. Say you're just in your house and you're working on something and you're getting extremely frustrated, you're beating yourself down, it's not going well, you're getting further and further away from yourself. It's time to get up and literally just go to a different room in your house. Step away from what you are currently feeling, literally. Go into another room. Sometimes for me, it looks like it's time to go take a walk. Whatever's happening right now, I, I need to leave it and I am going to go and take a walk. And now that it is finally starting to really cool off and enter the much nicer months in Arizona, that makes it a lot nicer to go for a walk because preferably when I say take a walk, I do mean go outside and get some fresh air. Sometimes though, especially in the summer, um, leaving the room could mean going and taking a drive right quick, just 20 minutes. There's something about the car for me, you know, it's like, it's where I do a lot of my video diary entries. Um, it's just a place that just feels really safe to me. And so I will take a short drive sometimes if I feel very far from where I want to be. And, you know, I say that now and I'm like, well, gas prices, gas prices, gas prices. It's like in that moment, it's coming back to yourself is, is choosing yourself. So if you run through your list of ways to come back to yourself and the take a drive option seems like it's a good option in this moment. Like you got to listen to yourself. You got to honor yourself. That 10 to 20 minute drive, it's okay. You can do it. You can take it. Fourth thing on the list of ways that I come back to myself is through music. Um, part of why I feel like taking a drive is so therapeutic for me is because it it uh, prompts me to turn on music. I have several different playlists for um, different different times that I'm feeling a certain way or just, you know, essentially based on just based on different feelings that I'm having. It's like, oh, this is the playlist that I, I want to right now. And sometimes it's just like, I want to play this one song on infinite loop. And I will do that. I will do that. So if you are someone who also feels like music really helps you during the really tough times, um, give that to yourself. Here's your permission to 
start making some playlists for yourself. Get really into it. I have a playlist on Spotify called Grateful Champion, and it's a playlist that I started last year as things were really starting to ramp up for me as far as like life is changing. There's a lot going on right now. Um, And it's kind of like this beautiful menagerie of songs that like as each one comes on, there is like a memory tied to every single one of them. So that playlist in particular is very near and dear to me. And so that's one that I will sometimes put on in the car because it's like all the songs are like anthems for different moments that I have experienced. And so they're the ones that I just want to belt out at the top of my lungs. And that feels so, so good and really helps me feel like I'm me again and I've come back to my center. Last one on the list is... I will seek out what inspires me. And yes, more often than not, it is something musical related. Whether it's listening to music or lately, like all I've really wanted to do in my spare time, my unwind downtime, is watch uh, YouTube musical performances, concerts, music videos, those kinds of things. The the visual aspect that can go along with music is something that I find really, really inspiring and really helps me stop the the noise upstairs. Really, really helps. But, you know, just check in with yourself now and say, well, what, what are the things that inspire me? Is it um, a certain person on social media? Is it a certain artist? Um... I mean, it could be, it could be anything, you know, is it, is it a hobby? Like the, the roof is blown open here. You can literally give yourself whatever it is to fit into the, the what inspires me category. And it's fun to watch that one change and evolve. The things that I found super inspiring and captivating last year are not all the same things that I find super inspiring and captivating now. So be flexible with it. The point of this episode is not to try to persuade you to do the exact same things that I do in terms of coming back to myself. Because the whole experience of feeling very far from myself and then coming back to myself is unique and individual to me. So respect within yourself that that is unique and individual to you. You get to decide when you are feeling very far from yourself. That is a specific sensation within your body that you will become more and more acquainted with so that you won't get, your pendulum won't swing super far away from your center for very long. You'll get so much more adept at bringing yourself back to who you are. So my whole intention with putting this episode out is to just get you to start thinking about even creating a list of things that you can go to in in the stressful times, in the tough times. Because chances are you probably already have a list of things that you do 
And maybe some of those things are good. They are serving you. They help you. They help you manage your stress. But there's probably some things on that list right now that aren't the best for you. If anything, I hope this episode inspires you to kind of just do an audit with yourself on your coping, how you are coping with your life, the things that are uncomfortable for you, the things that are challenging, the things that make you want to pull your hair out. Do you have your own list of tips and tricks that you can fall back on? Because I know for me, the in recent days, I... I got really far from myself on one particular day and I was like, wow, I have not been in this kind of a state in a really long time. And I was, I felt so small. I was beating myself up so hard. I'm like, why I should not be struggling like this. I, I have tools. I know better. This should not be all consuming, but it was, but it was, but the most important thing is that I even reminded myself that, hey, I'm I'm really far from myself right now. So even if you can even say that to yourself, know that that is a massive step that you are taking to coming back to yourself. Because remember how I said in the beginning that my normal for so long was to be detached, be detached from how I felt, just be detached from my entire life. So if you can even have those honest moments with yourself, that is huge. So don't beat yourself up when you're starting to try some new things as you're auditing your list and it's like not working or it's not giving you what you thought it was going to give you. The whole point is that you're even trying in the first place. All of us want to feel empowered. All of us want to feel confident. But there's a huge part of confidence that just comes from knowing who you are, and how to take care of yourself. And it can feel really off-putting if you have that honest moment where you realize like, hey, maybe I actually just don't know the answers to those questions. I really have never solidified that for myself. That's okay. A lot of people haven't. I hadn't. But it can be different now. You can decide to do things differently. You can decide right now that maybe you want to live a little differently and go about your day just a little so differently. Go about your day with yourself instead of detached from yourself. Because that that is a whole different ball game. When you can move through the world as one one human instead of this person that has a filter for every situation that they run across, every person that they talk to. And by the end of the day, you're exhausted and wondering why you don't feel good in life. It's that right there. It's that. So my challenge to you is to start creating just a short list of things that make you feel good. Make you feel good. This is my list. Feel free to take any of my ideas, try them out, see if they work for you. If they do, I'd love to hear about it. This is going to conclude this episode on A Crack of Clarity. Thank you all so much again for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed the message 
from today's episode. If you did, please leave a review below on whichever streaming platform you are currently listening on. I would much appreciate it. And if you feel like someone else might enjoy today's episode, I would ask you to share this episode on your social media, tag me, and I will reach out and thank you personally for your support. I hope you guys are having a great week so far, a great day. And this is just your final reminder that you can come back to yourself at any time. You don't have to wait for permission. You don't have to wait until the circumstances are right. You don't have to wait. I love you all and I cannot wait to connect with you in next week's episode.